Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. That's right, you got it. You're at the right place at the right time. You're inside the world of multi-monogamous with ghosts. Let's bring up, I want to bring up um, again, as we, as we get close to closing this episode in particular, Let's um, bring up Ex Machina. You saw that, right? Or Machina, Machina? I know of it, but I have not actually watched it. Okay. But I know like the premise and all that, but I haven't watched did, it. Did you? Were you? Did you see like the trailer, like the you know the the robot female? Yeah. So you saw how real. Yeah. You saw how real. How, uh, yeah, because that's got Al Pacino, right? I, um, Is it Al Pacino? No, I don't think so. But I can't. There's okay, never mind. Popular. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. There's, there's a popular actor. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it too. This female, as it was an actual female actor, anyways, but you know, the robot looked like a real female. So my, my question is like, just kind of imagining. I know, I know, you said there would be you would set boundaries and stuff like that if it was a, a plausible thing. But yeah, could you actually see yourself like going out public with the robot and sitting at home watching TV? <laughs> that would be wild as fuck. Um, not gonna lie, that that here's the thing, right? Because I think I told you this before. Like the thought of androids mm-hmm. freak me out. Like the mm. whole you're looking like a mesh between a machine and a human. I think it's the more this is a machine with human features. Mm-hmm. So for me, if it's presenting that way, that's going to make me feel unsettled. Mm. But if this is something that, okay, it clearly doesn't look human-esque, mm. <laughs> I could deal, I, I could accept that a whole lot better. Like Bicentennial Man, for instance, like he clearly was not passing for a human anytime soon. Mm. I could deal with that because there's a distinction there visually for me. But when there's this kind of mesh kind of thing and it's like the lines a bit blurred, that would be too much for me. That is interesting. So you would prefer, from a from from a platonic or companion point of view, you would actually prefer it to not look human as opposed to. Yeah, I think that would be too much for me. And then here's the thing: if it looks human, what's to say that the person's not going to want to, you know, actually step outside of that and be with a, a human? You know, who who's to say? Wow. I, I, it's the reason, and one of the reasons why I feel like that's interesting is I feel like, cause, cause oh man, that's. I know that's what a lot of people want, but in my mind, I'm thinking about, and I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want that. Well, I, well I, <laughs> just based on like movies and like animes I've seen with the robot, the androids, and I'm like, nah, man, I don't, I don't think I would be comfortable with that. I think there's like, I think there's different layers to it too. So like, for example. We know that for the most part, you know, not in totality, but for the most part, 
women as gender, women see the world differently than men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's let's just use a um a very broad blanket st- statement regarding how women are more emotional, men are not as emotional, men are more visual, women are not as visual as whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Right, wrong, who knows, whatever. But <clears throat> I think I, I think that a lot of men would prefer from a companion point of view, I think they would prefer it to look like an actual female. Um, maybe regarding friendship or just for like, I don't know, chores and stuff like that. Probably. <laughs> I need you to, you can be robotic. Then you don't have to look like a person. Right. Like you can be my big Roomba. <laughs> right. or something. I don't know. Right. But yeah. But yeah. Like, like, like think about that. Wouldn't that be weird if a Roomba looked like, I don't know, it was a baby on the floor clean. Like that'd be too weird. Right. That a baby, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. As far as vacuuming and lawn care is concerned, <laughs> I need you to not look like a human, right? Yeah, like I just think that would be too much to accept at that point. Because then, what's to say that in the future, you know? And I'm speaking specifically for the android type of robots mm-hmm. that now and like see RoboCop. That shit freaks me out. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that in the future, these androids might fight for personhood if their intelligence gets so advanced. Oh, then what? Well, I can tell you if you if you ever get a chance on Netflix, there's a uh, there's a series called Pluto. And I spoke about this on the last episode too. This is a series called Pluto. The uh, the boy in the series is a robot. There's a lot of robots in the series, but the boy Pluto is a robot. And there's this scene. There's a couple scenes, actually. There's one scene where the detective is sitting at the table drinking some coffee or tea or whatever. And you hear this dialogue in his mind, basically, about how... Because the, 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 the detective is human-looking, but he's a robot. So the dialogue is... Basic, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. Basically, he's had to learn how to look human... And be and look believable by watching other humans, you know. So that's oh, one shit. scene. See? Then there's another scene where the detective is sitting across the table from the boy Pluto, and they're having a dialogue. The de- detective is drinking coffee or whatever. Pluto is eating ice cream, and the detective is like, "Wow, you really look like you're enjoying that ice cream. Like, how are you? How are you so happy?" And he's like, "Again, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, the child is kind of like." Again, I've watched them, and what is an emotion? Like, what actually is an emotion? Like, let's dissect that. Let's dissect feelings. Let's mm. dissect thought. Let's dissect what it means to be a human as opposed to what it means to be a robot. When I tell you, Justine, after watching at least those two clips and the rest of that series, I was like, wow, they are... That's, you know, kind of, kind of going back to what I t- talked to you about before regarding mm. predictive programming. I'm like, they are setting the stage for these debates and arguments to be had about equality as it pertains to robots and humans. So again, I don't know nothing. I'm right. Really no, I hear this. you, but yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's going to be a thing. Man. I think that's going to be a thing to that, that robots will want to have equal res- representation, equality along with humans. And they probably will get it because that actually is a very challenging um, argument regarding 
the relativity of what it means to be human and what an emotion is. Because when you start thinking about, okay, I'm a, I'm a, here we go. <laughs> Off the top of my head, here we go. <laughs> here you go. The, Wind com- it up. The, comparis- the, co- the comparison often of the anatomy of a human is compared to a robot. The brain, you know, mechanisms mm. is like similar to the brain of a computer, the way the brain interacts with the limbs and you know, your five senses and emotions is the same way. I'm trying to tell you, like, they're going to have a actually a reasonable argument with why a human is no different from a robot. And it's going to be interesting. I don't know if we'll be here for it, but <laughs> but I think it's going to be that is going to be so fucking wild, man, if that happens. Yeah. So you might. So, yeah. So to your point, circling back around to what you just said, yeah, you might be you might be interacting, engaging with a robot that might desire equality that might desire humanistic type of whatever you know what i'm saying i mean so and and, you know and just going one step further when you think about ai keep in mind ai is like so you know in our culture culture we call we call it god or the universe uh universal being supreme being you know what i'm saying um, mm. AI is like a god to them, whoever they are. But it's AI is like it's 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 an all seeing eye. It's everything. You know what I'm saying? So right. there's no limitations. <laughs> there's no limitations to what a robot can be over within the next five, ten, twenty years. Like this. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be wild. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's freaking you freaking me out even more talking about it. <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh my gosh, dude, it's gonna be some RoboCop shit going on, man. It's crazy. I, you know, I don't. You know, I don't get caught up in all the um, dialogue about the dangers of what these robots are doing. Not because I don't believe it. Of course, I believe. You know. I, but wars could break out with machines, all that stuff, whatever, whatever. It's not that I don't believe it, it's just like, what you going to do about it? Like, it's here. It's here and it's going to continue. Yeah, and I, I think that should be the concern is that once you develop something that intelligent, what, what do you do? Right. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Are you really prepared for what that means? If these machines are smarter than, you know, the average human, that's, that is going to be a, a situation. Would you have a Would you have a wedding? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not, sir. I would not. <laughs> no. You know, you're asking me the question. I want to know what you would oh, think. Would man. you date a robot? Would you engage with somebody who was in a VR relationship? Don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often. So let's see, we're an hour in. So that's going to conclude multi-monogamy. Oh, you son of a... No, no, seriously. that's a nice little cliffhanger <laughs> there, huh? No, 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 no. I'll answer. We can, we can have a part two. I also want to have somebody on that's really in the world, and um, I want to uh, both, you know, talk to the individual. So I'll set that up momentarily. But to answer your question, would I actually ask it one more time? Would you date a robot? Would you engage in a VR relationship? 
I honestly don't know the answer to that question. I, I am. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to say no because I'm going to tell you why I won't say no. Because I said no to some things <laughs> before. <laughs> and this is, and this is, I'm being serious because, you know, even if I had just like this really staunch position on this uh, or concrete position on this, it's like the, the system has a way of just enticing you and drawing you in. Mm-hmm. So, so I say all that to bring up, for example, two examples, actually, two just menial examples. One being early 2000s. I was in opposition of getting a cell phone. I was like, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't want a cell phone. I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? I'm an I'm a 80s baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need all that. I, I don't need no motherfucking phone. I don't need, we didn't need it before. Why do I fucking need a phone now? That's 2001, 2002. I can't even. I don't, I don't go anywhere without it. You know what I'm saying? Saying this is what it is now. This is why I feel like humans are already part robot. They just don't fucking know no, it definitely, yet. Definitely, yeah. No, we're all part cyborg. I mean, probably over seventy percent of us can't even wake up in the morning without turning over, looking at our phones, and going through whatever. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I've thought about that recently. Like, oh my gosh, can you think about how much of our time is spent right. revolved around these damn phones? And even when people call or text me sometimes, I'm like, gosh, I kind of hate that people can do this now. No, no, I agree. And it just really hate me. It had me thinking about how before, back before this was a thing, back in the day, I really want to put it. Right. But if somebody really wanted to reach you, if you weren't there at that phone at that time, they just didn't get you. That was it. You just missed it. That was it. There right. was no, I can text you. And even now, you can track people on the phone if they agree to share data. Even if you don't agree, they can sneak it on there. Right. But the That's point right. is, people are just way too accessible now. A- absolutely. Yeah. And I and I, part of the problem too, I, people don't. I think people struggle also with having boundaries with being com- their communication. Mm. And that's something I knew I had to realize for myself as well. Right. Was you know what? No, I'm going to start taking advantage of this. Do not disturb bedtime timer on my phone. Oh yeah. And really respect that. I see it all the time. You know, for most part. I mean, clearly, I'm making an exception now for you because you know. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> But for the most part on my regular day to day, if it's not something like this, I'm like, no, I'm not texting. I'm not calling whatever. And hopefully everybody's been somewhat trained to understand that about me now. Like, oh, I know if I text Justine at this time on this day, I'm probably not going to hear anything. You know, so I don't like the idea of feeling like not only am I so accessible because of the phone, Mm. but that's that urgency of feeling like, oh my God, I have to like respond or something. You right. know what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm very similar. And that wasn't a thought before. It was either you call me and I, and we'd say, Hey girl, I'm gonna call you at this time. Okay. And you wait by the phone at that time and you get the call or you just don't, you know, and I'm talking before even getting an answering machine was a thing, you know, like you just missed the call. You missed the call. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm similar in that nature. Like I'll see, I'll be around family members or friends, and they just pick up every single phone call. I'm like, you don't have to. Pick I up. don't do that. Like especially if I'm spending quality time with somebody, if it's not the kids, or it's not a call that I know is important that I should be expecting. Yeah. I'm like, no, and, and you know, I will say I've had a friend that I've had to call out a couple of years ago because they were like always on their phone, and mm. I'm like, friend. 
There, I don't understand the point of us trying to spend quality time together if you're basically spending time on your phone. That makes no sense to me. Right. And they respected that, and they were like, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And I have another friend now who's younger than me, like like 10 years younger than me almost, that like we went out and hung out recently on the phone like the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, cool, oh my gosh, but I see this everywhere now. Yeah. It's like people just can't not engage with the phone. Yeah. Like, even something as simple as you're at the doctor's office. What do people used to do before? They pick up a dusty magazine and read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore, you know? It's just, it's like people just can't sit with their thoughts anymore. Right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I mean, all, you know, all these points you just made are so valid. And, and the same thing happened, too, like about, like I said, that was like around 2002 regarding the, uh, me, me finally getting my first phone. Ironically, <laughs> the woman that I, I was with, First ex fiance. <laughs> her mother worked. <laughs> Numero uno. <laughs> Numero uno. Her mother worked at um, Nextel or whatever in Central Texas. Oh, so dang. Like, throwback. Now I'm getting a discount. Ah, okay, whatever. I'll, yeah, I'll take one. You know what I'm saying? And then six, eight years later, I'm like, you know, looking at these iPads. I'm like, I don't need an iPad. And then I, the next thing you know, I have an iPad. And then I have this. So, Man, see? <clears throat> so yeah, it's so, sucked in, boy, so fast. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say, oh, and that that was the other example. This is interesting. <clears throat> Going back to the to the to the series on Netflix, Pluto. There's these two parts in Pluto. One regarding a robot dog and one regarding a robot boy. And Something happened to it. There's injury. There was injury involved, and I think death. I think also, and it got me. You know, like I mean, I mean, I didn't start crying, but I'm like, I felt the emotional connection. Yes, you did. It's okay. You did. <laughs> I didn't cry. You could say you cried. The last movie I cried. Hey, okay, man, you in a safe space, man. <laughs> Come on. The last movie I cried on was The Color Purple. That was many years ago. <laughs> Watch the new one. How you crying to? I just saw it. I don't, I don't it like musicals. Excellent. I, I, I don't like. Listen, I'm I'm weird about musicals too, but this one, I'm telling you, stop notch, uh, stop notch. I might, it, it's a good balance of the music and the actual scenes without the music. I might try, man. It's, it's, I'm, it'll have to wait till it come out. But I'm such a such a um, huge fan of the original. When I right, when I say huge fan, I'm talking about the way it was directed, Quincy Jones's involvement in it, and you know, great acting. And also, it's a lot of great acting in this. I'm telling you. All right, I'm telling you. I'm telling anybody I can go see it, man. Go see it. It's excellent. Well, that's the last time I cried. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Is that last time? Oh no, 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 no. Last time I cried on something was um, Queen's Gambit. That's the last time I cried. Have you seen? Do you know? I never watched it. Queen's Gambit is a phenomenal series regarding a. a, a child prodigy chess player and because I play chess and 
Anyways, <laughs> that's the last thing I cried. I was like, what don't you do? Dang. I ain't no chess master now, but I, I like playing chess though. <laughs> Dang, you make CMOS gel too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do. See, you look like you do. You look. And, <laughs> and, and I made my first, for the first time, I made my own uh, retwisting lock gel last weekend. A man of many talents. Yep. Let's go. Flax Let's seed. go. I used flaxseed and I used um, uh, rose oil, rose hydrosol, and some. I think Don't me. give it away, man. Well, there's two more ingredients. I'm not giving the rest of that. But yeah. I was going to say, this could be a top selling product if you, you know, <laughs> you go down the course. <laughs> I'll make it for you. Justine, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> that's not what I, I mean. I really want the CMOS gel, but you know. I'll make you the CMOS gel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's these two there's these two moments in that that series that that it, you know there was an emotional trigger that happened and I was like, "Damn." So, I can be I can we can, <laughs> maybe not all of us, but we can feel some type of way about a robot. So that's what I mean by like I'm not going to say no. I I would not engage with um, relationships or relations with a robot or in, um, you know, virtual reality worlds or extra dimensions like that. Um, I, 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 te- I tend to lean towards no, because I do like that <sighs> original indigenous connection feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like You like human skin on your skin. I, I like, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and, you know, I like... Um, I, yeah, I, I want to. I, I I would prefer to to engage and interact with um something that has a bloodstream, a genetic bloodline code or whatever. And and yeah. and because this is a hot debate also, and I don't even know really what I think of it yet. And as far as I know, based upon my feelings, my engagement with a human. There's a spirit and soul involved. Absolutely, a robot that's not involved. And does does that play a role in relationships and, and intimacy and mm. stuff like that? I think it does. I haven't dissected how much of a role that it plays, but you know, when you when you're being intimate, you know, the, the perspective is that there is a a, um, a swapping of spiritual, the essence of spirituality right. and all that stuff. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful, you know? So, you know what, you know, how, (laughs) how plain is it or not, you know, regarding, um, something that isn't human. I don't know. I don't know. But my answer to your question though, is I don't know. I'm I'm not for sure yet. Uh, you know, listen, man, it may, what's it? It's 2024, maybe 2040. All my family members and friends have died. And I'm just like on the, you know, on the tail end or whatever. And I might be like, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, I mean, compa- I, listen, there's a lot of variables. And listen, I'm not anti-robot. I just, for me, I would want there to be clear lines. Right. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I, you know, I don't know how to feel so much about the personhood part, but I mean, there is something that makes humans. I mean, there's clearly things that make a human a human, right. you know, even to your point about like, what if I'm just having a conversation with a robot, Right. right? They can't tell them, they're probably not going to be able to tell me what their favorite ice cream flavor is or 
what movie they liked or, you know, what did they do as a child that moved them or made them want to, I don't know, explore a path of, I don't know, let's say entrepreneurship or something like that. You can't have those kind of conversations with a robot because they haven't been through it. They can't understand what it's been like going from a child to an adult and all these things that happen, growing pains. They're never going to experience that or probably even understand about the importance of brushing your teeth. You know, I can't, you know, just little things like that. You know, I think that could cause friction if you're trying to look for a whole solid, like, connection like that. I think if you understand a robot is its own entity Mm -hmm. and this is what it is, then you shouldn't have put so much expectation on it. And I feel, and you know, with humans, a lot of times, whether we mean to or not, we do have expectations for things. So that could be the danger for ourselves and wanting to emotionally invest too much in the robots. That could be a danger for us. Right. This is the last thing I want to point out, too. And this is really for individuals that are just kind of like, no, 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 there is no way I would ever interact with a robot, have any type of relationship. And I'm not even talking about on a romantic level, companionship, intimacy level. I'm talking about just plain, regular, you know, relationship where it's just like there's this back and forth of language, didn't say English. Mm. I said language. This is back and forth of language, and therein lies the dynamics of, you know, the cornerstone of a, of a relationship. One of the cornerstones, anyways. There's many variables, obviously, that make up a relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> but what I want to bring up is this: for those that are just strongly pushing back, and this is, <laughs> I want to make it clear too. I'm not, I'm not sponsoring robots, and I'm not encouraging. <laughs> You're a robot supporter plant. <laughs> I'm not tell the truth. That's what this is all about. <laughs> he's listen. I've been. He's working for big robot. It's funny because I've been told like I have a, 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 a an extraterrestrial alien like nature, and I'm like, just just relax, everybody, relax. I'm not a robot. Hey, you said yourself you might not be from this planet, so well, I don't, I don't, mm, kind of put that on yourself, sir. I don't believe. I don't actually believe. I do believe I'm not that yeah from this planet yeah for sure. <laughs> See look there you go. See you doing it again. <laughs> so maybe maybe I am maybe I am posturing for robots to just be. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but 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 seriously because I do I I do I I love I love the culture I love the indigenous melanated culture I love where we come from I love the dynamics that make us who we are from so many places across the globe whether it be Asia from an Afro-Asiatic point of view whether it be Africa whether it be um, the Americas like there's so much thing you know beauty that makes us who we are regarding our ancestors um, and as far as the core of who we are but I do want to put this out there. What I want to put out there is that for those individuals that are like, no, there's just no way. I want you to, I want you to turn, I want you to turn around and take a look at your dog or your cat or your bird or your hamster or whatever, <laughs> because that is not a human. And when I tell you that these pets, and I'm, you know. <laughs> I am guilty. These pets have just as much equality as most humans have. I prefer to be around my dogs than most humans. You know what I'm saying? I prefer to be around the cats than humans. Facts. So it's not (laughs) far-fetched. It's definitely not far-fetched that uh, this will be a common thing. Now, who it'll be common for, who knows? But, you know, um, 
how open-minded we should be, again, that's relative and subjective to each individual. And also, it's also relative and in relations to the dynamics of your family, because whereas you might not want to have anything to do with these things, just as Justine and I have discussed, if your kids are involved, you you might want to think twice about you know your awareness mm-hmm. of this new world that we're in and that's continuing to unravel so but yeah man <laughs> this has been great <laughs> did you did you have any uh, yes. last thoughts justine because i know i know it's almost bedtime mm-hmm. too <laughs> oh don't don't do that like i'm <laughs> super elderly now don't do that just because i'm wearing the pajamas okay nice i like it. To be comfortable i like it i okay. like it <laughs> <laughs> luxury this is luxury uh, I, luxury brand y'all luxury brand well i don't know about that <laughs> just, just go with it justine don't don't try to <laughs> i faux luxury brand <laughs> faux <sure>. luxury. <laughs> <laughs> the faux makes it sound fancy right uh <laughs> oh no my only final thought is just um just be aware of the world around you meaning be aware of what's going on. You know, you don't need to be an expert on mm. all things that are virtual, but mm. be aware of it because it is infiltrating our lives way more than you think. Just like, you know, we talked about with our phones, our phones now, it's like this uh, <laughs> Android extension of us now. So just be aware. I like that. I'm going to use that too. Be aware, y'all. Be motherfucking, be motherfucking aware. Be aware, <laughs> beware, be aware. Beware, be aware, be motherfucking aware. Yes. Um, yes. I, I mean, I couldn't have said it any, any better myself. And especially because you don't want to be left behind too. Um, or, or maybe you do want to be left behind. That's true. <laughs> right. But in the midst of that as well, just be. Just be. Oh. Bam. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Justine Monique. Oh, Justine, go ahead and tell them, tell them where you at. Tell them about your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all thing. can find me in different places. I actually just dropped a new little track. It's nothing, not a big deal. Just something I was inspired to whip together <laughs> on my SoundCloud. So you can find me on SoundCloud under Afro Banger. That's A-F-R-O-B-A-N-G-E-R. You can also check me out on X, formerly known as Twitter, and on Instagram at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. And check out my blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And of course, uh, my podcast, the OK Vibes podcast. You can listen to it Probably damn near everywhere you listen to podcasts. (laughs) So, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon Music. Get all into it. Go find me. Reach out and touch me respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said it at the end because I was about to say something. (laughs) Reach out and touch Destine, (laughs) y'all. Respectfully. (laughs) Somebody out there is like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you thank you so much justine for, and lastly for, uh, i just want to say you talking about um i got so much going on what, what do you not do because you you sister are amazing i'm, I'm so so proud thank of you, you. Oh, man. Super cool. man i just got you know speaking of just not being in touch with the real world sometimes you gotta you gotta create your own world man to protect you from uh 
you know, some of the dustiness on this planet that's occurring. Yeah. So that's what I do. I find my happy places doing creative things. So yeah. that's what I do. Keep my spirits up. Well, as, as always, I appreciate you, Twin, and I and I appreciate your contributions, if no one's saying it. So thank you for being Aww. here. You, yeah, you're amazing. Ditto. <laughs> that's going to conclude Multi-Monogamous, the Poly Galaxy, y'all. Peace and light, y'all. Don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.